<coughs> We're live. What up, everybody? It's Tuesday night, which on a Tuesday morning fantasy show. That's what we're doing on the actual day. Holy shit balls. Oh, and it it is the post-draft edition. We're going to be breaking down all of our picks, saying who is the best, who is the worst of each team, and maybe some sleepers if you're lucky. I am Zoo. You might notice me because I got wings on my ass because I am flying by the seat of my pants on this show. Same With here, me baby. <laughs> is the Peach Man, Brandon. Yeah, We've gotten really radio DJ, radio DJ right now, and I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> this is what you guys get this week. Uh, production value next week will be higher. Me and Zoo both have kind of thrown this together just to get a uh, post-draft podcast out there for you guys and... Uh, Hopefully, it will be enjoyed. Yeah, um, so there's a lot of places we could start. Uh, but Brandon, where do you want to start? Where do I want to start? Uh... We could we could start with the draft rankings. Well, not necessarily rankings, but uh, we could talk about the new divisions, or we could talk about the draft board. Um, let's start off with the new divisions. Uh, you're mainly the uh, keeper of that, so I'll let you talk about that, maybe chime in a couple times. Then we'll get to the draft rankings. I know me and you both differ on that a lot, but we're going to try to make this uh, short and sweet tonight. So, Yeah. So we got new divisions. Um, there's not a whole lot of movement, but I tried my best to keep the, uh, the teams, the rivalries that are present. I tried to keep them uh, together. I might fiddle with the schedule a little bit um, just so that way we can get the classic Doc against Brett at the end of the year matchup and maybe move that Nathan Delaney, Brandon Hughes matchup at the end of the year also just because those are usually really, really close. Um, we'll probably keep the Zoo v. Picorni slash Picorni always knocks me out of the playoffs just for <laughs> tradition's sake. Um, but uh, so I did my best. I did crunch some numbers. Um, I mentioned this at the draft party, but for some of you who weren't there, I crunched the numbers. I will be going over those numbers at some point with you guys on either this show or next show, depending on time. It's just got some fun stuff worth like who's like the most sad team and who's like the most impressive. And it's just fun stuff like this, uh, like that. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to the new divisions. It kind of shakes things up a little bit. Uh, hopefully balances out a little bit. Um, the team names are not final. I or division names are not final, and you are more than welcome to give me your ideas for division names. Um, right now, they're F is for the fam, and M is for the meme. Um, I'm not really sold on those <laughs> yet, but which, they work for now. Which division am I in? F is for the fam. Uh, do you know me at all? Well, M is for the meme, baby. <laughs> well, the meme lord, the meme lord himself, Mitch Davis, is also in F is for the fam. So I maybe say. I just needed, maybe I just need to switch those up. <laughs> I was just writing things down. I just needed it to be something that didn't say Division A and Division B. Very true. So, all right. Well, now we've got that bookkeeping out of the way. Uh, let's let's go ahead and so I'm not going to reveal my rankings um, until the end of the show for this. So I literally just went through. The teams, and it was just this. It was basically random order, except for the first two teams, because there are teams, 
And I just wanted to get them out of the way. Brandon, I am keeping you on like a strict like five minute on your team because I know how much you love to suck your own dick <laughs> when it comes to your team. I mean, he and I, I had I a love, text text, I text conversation dick, that lasted so. so so freaking long. So we've already broken down his team yeah. personally. We will still break it down here in public space, but um <laughs> but we'll keep it much shorter than it was last time. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and start with my team just because that's the one I have written down first. Um, and it's just the one that I just want to get out of the way because you guys don't care about your team. Or sorry, you guys don't care about my team or anyone else's team. You guys want to hear about your team. Damn straight. And you want and you want that later on. So we'll get mine out of the way. Um, so my keeper, of course, was Leonard Fournette, as we talked about in the previous show as I try to pull up my team page. Um I feel like most years in past years, I felt pretty shitty about my draft. I usually am not big on my team, um, but this year I feel a lot different. I really love my running backs this year with Leonard Fournette, Saquon Barkley, and then I have Jarek McKinnon in the flex spot, which seems to me like that should be a really solid flex play every every week. My wide receivers are, oh God, it's just not pretty. I don't have a single legitimate wide receiver one on my team, um, so i the, that my biggest worry about my team is that I'm going to be pulling a Davis and I'm going to win a lot of those Davis's awards where I have more points on my bench because I didn't play the matchups right. Mm. And that's just that's just because, I mean, my top two wide receivers I'm starting right now are Stephon Diggs and Chris Hogan. I think people are sleeping on Chris Hogan, um, especially with his situation in New England right now. Um, but then there was it's not like there's anyone else on my bench, like Amari Cooper and Juju Smith. Um, those guys, they're just – they're not – Wide receiver number ones. <laughs> That's just I just have a bunch of wide receiver twos and threes on my team. I got a couple breakout can or a couple guys I think are breakout candidates on my bench. But I'm a, when it comes to the wide receiver position, I'm a little I'm a little weak. Um, I totally agree. Honestly, uh, I think that this year Amari Cooper is going to have a big year. You're not going to see Michael Crabtree out there with him, kind of stealing uh, receptions. Yeah, Jordy Nelson's out there, but is it's been talked about before Jordy's getting old. And honestly, I think Jordy's going to be used more for a, uh, for a distraction role, you know, because you have to respect Jordy. Amari's going to have a big year this year. I personally think Juju Smith Schuster always going to get kind of robbed by Antonio Brown. However, if Antonio Brown goes down for any reason, you have a number one wide receiver right there. He has talent. He's fast. That, that, is almost a handcuff to Antonio Brown. He goes down, number one wide receiver right there. Well, the thing that gives me the most hope about Juju is that he finished last year as the number 15 wide receiver on a team with Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I think I think you're downgrading Diggs a little bit. I know he has Adam Thielen on there, and obviously Thielen's going to be taking some of the uh, some of the points away from him, and Thielen is more of a touchdown threat. But if – Diggs breaks a game, it's going to be a big game, and you're going to win that week. Uh, Hogan, obviously, we've gone over. It's fucking Brady's new butt boy. Um, not not much needed to say there. Yeah, and then I guess that's I guess that's fair. I mean, because really, I mean, I'm going to get solid. Po- I should get solid points out of my running back situation. So really, I can mm. I can wait on my wide receivers to be boomer bust. I mean, um, honestly, Saquon, he looks great. He's a great running back we don't know what to see from it yet we've seen preseason obviously you know he broke that like 40 yard run and everything but we're also talking about the goddamn giants o-line and that giants o-line could hurt him, i think 
So no, that's that's and that's that's totally fair. He's a rookie. He's unknown. It's I'm not taking that. I'm not. Well, first off, I, I'm really high on Saquon. I think everyone knows that. Um, but also, my luck with wide receivers in the first round has been just absolutely terrible <laughs> in the last three years. I drafted DeAndre Hopkins when he had a bad year. I had Julio last year. It's just when I when I draft. Wide receivers first round, they always have a bad year. And so I just I wasn't effing with it this year. So but that's enough about my team. Um they're solid enough that I think I will I could actually put together a winning record. <laughs> Cause most years I usually end up with some sort of injury or just bad play. So I feel good about him this time around. Which is a first for me. Um so let's let's shift let's shift to your team now. Mr. Peachman. <laughs> I could talk for hours, but I'm not going to. Yeah, so um, do you want to run it down or you want me to run it down? Because that'll be quicker. I'll run it down. Um, quarterbacks, Carson wins Tyrod Taylor. Obviously, I got Tyrod in there just you know until Carson gets back on his feet. Carson also has two of his wide receivers out, so it's kind of unknown what's going on there. But once Carson gets healthy, let's, he was the MVP of last year before he went down. So obviously MVP caliber talent. Um, running backs, Kamara and Cook, they're RB1s. They're probably within the top 10. I've heard talk about Dalvin Cook, you know, possibly getting some reps stolen by Latavius Murray. Honestly, I'm not worried about it because of how much talent he showed last year. Um, here's where me and Zoo have the biggest differing is my wide receiver spot. Uh, Keenan Allen is a consistent, you know, wide receiver one. He puts up six points a game, if not more. If him and Phillip Rivers click, that's an easy 15, 20 points that game. T.Y. Hilton, obviously all y'all don't need to hear about T.Y. Hilton, all of us Colts fans out there. However, Zoo has brought up very many good points of T.Y. is a very boomer bust player, um, especially with Eric Ebron on that team now. I feel like there are going to be a lot of uh, touchdowns kind of distributed evenly about that team. So it could be a down year for T.Y. Hilton. I, I picked him up in the later round. It's not like I drafted him very early, so I'm not very upset about that. Jimmy Graham, that's my only pick that I fucking hated. Uh, he was the highest tight end there. I also have Jordan Reed, so it's whatever. Um, Marvin Jones is my flex. Zoo hates him. I have no comment. I don't really give I don't really get 10 shits about him. Um, Jaguars defense, that's going to fucking best defense in the league. It's going to get me points every fucking week. That's why I drafted him high. And obviously, Vinny Mac. How do you not love Adam Vinatieri? He just drilled a 53-yard field goal last night. He is a god. He's going to be putting up points for me every single week. So that's the rundown of my team. Zoo, any thoughts? Yeah. Um, so obviously, the your first two running backs are amazing. Um, I think there could be some, you could, I mean, obviously injuries are just always an issue and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm. I think you do have to worry just a little bit about Dalvin cook. Um, since it, it was an ACL issue last year. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not enough to your draft. That was a good pick. Like that was, that's just a good pick. Um, Alvin Kamara, um, questions at the beginning of the year, whether or not he needs Mark Ingram to be that bruising back for that separation. Is going to be an issue, or not an issue, but it's going to be interesting to see. Um, and also, there was his last year was just so crazy for him. You got to wonder if if that was like an outlier, like if that was like peak Alvin Kamara. He'd still be good, I think, no matter what. Um, but those are 
if like those are both good picks. I don't have any problems with those. Um, they're just some questions. Um, I hate your tight end situation. Um, <laughs> I really hate your tight end situation because you have Jimmy Graham, who's so going to be just question mark. And then Jordan Reed, speaking from experience, Mr. Injury will get injured yep. this season at some point. Mm-hmm. And then with the rest of your bench, I just, I just don't buy your bench. Um, I don't, I don't buy your, the Detroit running backs. The Detroit running back situation is so I mean, crazy. it's, it's, it's always it's like, been bad. It's always been yeah. bad. The The reason why I took that Detroit running back is because I see another Alvin Kamara coming out. I mean, he's a he's a rookie. He has the speed. You have LeGarrette Blood up there. He's doing all the damage. He's fucking, you know, just wearing down that defensive line. And then you have Johnson coming up here, and he's going to have the, you know, spotlight to shine. I think he's going to have a big year. Uh, Marlon Mack is a running back. If he starts producing points, he's trade bait immediately. I mean, I have I have a lot of. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a fair point on Johnson. Um, but so let's move on because I don't want to spend all day all night on <laughs> your team and me. We gotta keep gotta keep it moving. You know, I'm tired. It's it's ten o'clock and I <laughs> I gotta go all the way through traffic bullshit to get my my job. Um, so the next up on my random last list uh, is Doc's team, mm-hmm. uh, the number one pick of this year's draft. Um, he got himself Russell Wilson. Le'Veon Bell, Joe Mixon, Julio Jones, Adam Thielen, Evan Ingram, uh, Golden Tate, the Vikings D, and Chris Boswell, who's the Pittsburgh kicker, in case you forgot, like I did. Um, So, Brandon and I were talking before the show about um, Doc's team, and he was, Brandon was not high on Russell Wilson at all. I've never been high on Russell Wilson. Which is fair. And I was, I was arguing in favor of Russell Wilson without knowing the fact that Russell Wilson was the number one quarterback last year with an absolutely shitty offensive line. He was the number one quarterback last year? He was the number one quarterback in 2017. I'm looking at it right now. No, I know. I'm pulling it up. Well, while he pulls that up, uh, his wide receiver – Doc's wide receiver situation is amazing with Julio Jones and Adam Thielen. Even though Julio had a touchdown problem last year, he still was sixth in points, and he's still going to put up points every week. Adam Thielen is great in Minnesota. His tight end um, might feel probably Evan Ingram might might you know see a little bit less workload just because they have a running back now to go to, and there's just a lot of mouths to feed with OBJ and and Saquon now. I'm um, not big on Golden Tate, um, but I just really like those those top tier wide receivers. Joe Mixon to me is a question mark. I mean, Joe Mixon was someone who I had eyed as someone that might be breaking out this year, but I wasn't wasn't worth the pick to me. So, Doc's running back situation might turn out to be really really good um, as long as Le'Veon Bell comes back to camp. Um, he also has uh, Deion Lewis, who is the Tennessee running back, and there's put Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry are supposed to be sharing the workload. I don't um, see that happening. I don't see it happening either, but I do see Derrick Henry possibly getting injury. And in that case, Deion Lewis is definitely worth stashing on the bench. Yeah. Um, and also, I really don't think anyone should sleep on George Kittle, who is the San Francisco tight end, um, just because it just seems like the system that Jimmy G is in would be really good for a tight end, and especially one who is yeah, as those, big as George Kittle is. Yeah, those quick throws and shit like that. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I honestly think this is the best team that Doc has drafted in years. 
um, <laughs> maybe ever. I mean, I think I think as long as he manages his team correctly, I don't think Doc is looking at a last place finish for the first time in three years. I mean, so my take on it is Russell Wilson uh, had no idea he was the number one fantasy quarterback last year. However, you have to think that wasn't Rodgers injured, wasn't fucking. Um, oh, okay, all right, but I mean, okay. like top, like so, top, but, top tier quarterbacks, top, top tier quarterbacks, and he's still top three, top five. Top three, top five. Well, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not arguing that Russell Wilson is a top three, top five, but I mean, like, the running that he used to do just isn't there. I looked at his numbers. He never. I don't think he ever went over thirty yards rushing. That was his big score. Okay, it's only going to get worse. He's had surgeries. I don't know if there's one over this off season or not, but I know he had um, surgeries before last season. Um his running back situation is even more of a fucking up in the air than it was last year. I mean, at least last year he had some fucking running backs to take a little bit of the, am I passing the ball out of the question? And if you look at the big games that he had, it was against defenses that were extremely worn down, extremely injured. I mean, those are the big games that he had other games that are on that list. I mean, they're they're okay. They're not great. Obviously, Russell Wilson's going to give you this constant points, but I just don't think he's going to like go crazy for, right. for points. Um, Le'Veon Bell, obviously good. Joe Mixon, like you said, personally, I don't believe in Joe Mixon. I drafted him last year, but Jeremy Hill's gone, so who knows? Um, Julio Jones. Wide receivers don't make any sense to me, honestly, and this is going to go for all wide receivers that we talk about. The there's so much fucking differing in points there. Like you can have a Julio Jones and he might get you a constant five, six points, but you expect him to be getting you 20 points a week, not fucking six points a week. And honestly, yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. So when you, so when you draft a guy like Julio Jones first round, it's hard because you're not going to be getting the, you know, running back who's giving you 12 points each week, no matter what, because they're just getting that workload. Uh, Evan Ingram, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sold on the Giants offense, so that's me. Golden Tate, um, pfft, Golden Tate hasn't been relevant fantasy-wise in years. Uh, Vikings D is good. Chris Boswell, I mean, I think that Pittsburgh is going to have a touchdown issue this year, so he's going to be getting a lot of points, but that is my take. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. So we'll be moving on to our current champion, uh, Mr. Nathan McCorney, in the Melbourne Badger Moles. Which I love uh, that a, name, by the way. Nice name choice. Um, it's pretty solid. And uh, so the rundown on his team, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, right quarterback currently, Ezekiel Elliott, Devontae Freeman, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Greg Olson, uh, Kenyon Drink, uh, Cardinals defense, and Matt Bryant of Atlanta. Um, for his for his kicker, so for me first takes. Oh my God, those are running backs uh, with freaking Zeke and Devonte, um, Ben Roethlisberger. It's, you know he just he keeps slowing down. He's worth. He's always injured at least once once you know one one time a year. You got to question like when is he finally going to slow down? Oh, I don't necessarily think it's going to happen this year, but I mean that's got to be a worry. Also, Ben um, Ben has an interception problem. 
And yeah. If, and if it gets worse, then that's just points down the drain. Because uh, I don't care how good you do. I think I I just pulled it up, and last year there was a game where he threw five interceptions. So against Jacksonville Jaguars. Exactly. So I mean, I don't care how many fucking touchdowns you throw. I don't care how many yards you throw for. You throw five interceptions, your points are out the window. So. Um, so love his tight end, of course. Greg Olson is always solid. Um, I really hate Kenyon Drake. I really don't believe in the. I don't, especially with Frank, Frank Gore there. Like I just don't believe in the Miami running situation at all. Their defense is porous. They're, they're if they want to win, they're gonna have to pass the ball. And they're I don't even who's the QB there right now? Is it still Tannehill? Was he injured last year? Was that right? Yeah, I think it's still Tannehill. Okay, so Tannehill. Question mark. Uh, defense, um, Nate, you know it's not 2016 right anymore, right? Oh god, Cardinals that, defense. That Cardinals defense. You, I don't, I don't know what you. Why did you draft the Cardinals defense? <laughs> um, you just, they just lost Honey Badger. All they really have is what Patrick Peterson and maybe uh, Hassan Reddick. I, I believe that is it. I think, I think that's the only big names on that defense right now. So, good, yeah. good luck playing well, the Cardinals D. Defenses are easy to replace. Very um, true. The really uh, the pick I really like though, um, or not the pick, but the having it in his back pocket. He has Alex Smith for whenever Big Ben ultimately goes down, mm. um, and I think Alex Smith will flourish. I don't think he's going to be like amazing, but he's going to flourish. He's going to put up numbers in in Washington, and you know he knows how to avoid interceptions, which is like the biggest bane to a quarterback. Just just don't throw away the ball. Um, the Pierre Garçon is an interesting wide receiver in San Francisco. I don't really know if he'll be good, but it's interesting. Um, and then he's also got Nelson Aguilar and Willie Sneed, um, who could be breakouts, I think. Mm-hmm. The Jordy Nelson, just, just drop Jordy Nelson already, dude. Yeah, there's no reason to draft him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last takeaways on the champ. Uh... No, not really. I just, I, I think you loaded up your team with a bunch of empty promises. I'm the same way with Zoo and Kenyon Drake. Um, obviously, me and Zoo listen to the same football podcast. That's why we aren't really high on Kenyon Drake. However, the one thing that that podcast did say is that Kenyon Drake is pretty much unproven. You, even in his college career, he hasn't had. Um, a full workload given to him. So he could be injury prone. We don't know yet. He's just never been given that big of a workload. So um, I would watch out for that being a uh, factor going forward. Uh, yeah. And as far as Nate's team is concerned, I, I, don't, I don't, he could probably draft one of the worst teams and I would still be afraid of Nate. He just always kills it on the waiver wire. Exactly. Um, so I'm, so I wouldn't be worried about him not showing up this year. I'm not saying that I think his team won't show up here. I'm just saying, He's going to find a way to fill those holes because he always does. So with that, we're going to move on to the Mad Cows, owned by Nick Jones, <laughs> quarterback Andrew Luck, Jordan Howard and Royce Freeman at running back, Antonio Brown and Larry Fitzgerald at wide receiver, Jack Doyle as a tight end, Brandon Cooks as his flex currently. Um, he's got the Ravens D along with two other defenses on his bench. And then he's got Greg Zerline, Zerlin, I don't know, of the Los Angeles Rams for his kicker. Um First thing that, you know, comes out to me um, is this, the Jordan Howard and Royce Freeman. I think those are those are bets he's making that 
aren't guaranteed. Mm. And I don't necessarily know if I believe in them to continue to be successful or become successful in the um, in the case of Royce Freeman. Tony Brown will obviously be solid. Larry Fitzgerald, I think, is going to be worse than last year. Um, I think he's got a better quarterback. Throw. I got he's got a better quarterback throwing to him this year. Well, you know what? Actually, no. Now that I think about it, I don't know what I think about Larry Fitzgerald. Maybe it's a push for me. <laughs> he could be better. He could be worse. Honestly, honestly, all I see Larry Fitzgerald being is the biggest bust you drafted in the second round. You drafted him fucking twenty ninth overall. He's not going to be putting up 29th overall numbers. I don't like that. The Cardinals team may as well be tanking right now just for the first overall pick next year. That's all I see is because their defense is already, you know, completely destroyed by how many like good names they lost. Um, David Johnson's back, obviously, for the Arizona offense, but that's only going to hurt Larry Fitzgerald. It's only going to hurt him. Um, who was there? Didn't they draft a QB this year? No. Or actually, yeah, they did, but they got Sam Bradford. They got Sam Bradford? Yeah, they got Sam Bradford. I thought Sam Bradford went somewhere else. No. Sam Bradford's in Arizona. Sure? Case Keenum's in Denver. Alex Smith is in uh, Washington. Case or Kirk Cousins is in Minnesota and Teddy Bridgewater's in I think he's in New York. Jesus Christ for the Jets. Just the biggest fucking QB shakeup this year. Um I mean yeah. Sam Bradford's decent. He's not I think last year him leading the I think he's I think he's be, I think he's better than a zombie. Oh, don't get Palmer. don't get me wrong. He's better than a zombie Carson Palmer, and he's better than who else they fucking trudged out there after Carson got hurt. But you still have an O-line that is pretty fucking porous. There's no, like, real solidarity there. And when you have a crappy O-line and your quarterback's getting sacked every five seconds, you're going to want to run the ball because David Johnson's there and he's going to get fucking six yards every single play. So um, I just don't think it's going to be a big – I don't think it's going to be a big year for Larry Fitzgerald. Um, Honestly, I see Brandon Cooks being better than Larry. Yeah, I see that the same. Um, he's got some interesting things on the bench. Uh, Matt Ryan as his backup to Andrew Luck, I think, is a really good idea. And if anything, really, Andrew Luck should be the backup to Matt Ryan, just just due to Andrew Luck's injury and trying to get that normalized. Um, so, and I think Matt Ryan will be better this year. I think he'll have another year with the new offensive coordinator, um, the second year. Ty Montgomery is going to be really useful for the first couple of weeks, thanks to the Aaron Jones suspension. After that, I'm not sure what Ty Montgomery's uh, worth is going to be. Uh, I think sooner or later those defenses are going to get dropped, and Nick's going to pick somebody up off the waiver wire, and that'll change the status for his bench. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, by the way, uh, you have a running back issue there, uh, Nick. You should uh, you should contact me. And due to the late nature of this podcast, this is going to be a two-parter. What? To be continued. We're going to finish it up on Wednesday, bitches. But we'll put the part one out first. All right. Peace. Deuce.